Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the A to Z podcast. I am your co-host, Freddie Inferno, the A in the podcast. And I am your other co-host, the Z of this podcast, ESPN Zambrano, a.k.a. Kevin Zambrano. And we are back today talking more wrestling, more football news, and then another special segment after that. Uh, Jumping right into it, wrestling. Uh, Monday Night Raw was yesterday. We had Bobby Lashley Mm -hmm. defend against The Miz. Um, Hopefully, he gets a strong build. I kind of don't want to see Drew fight him at Mania because I I would want Drew to to win that match. But like I like I feel like Bobby needs at at least three months of the title to try and see like Hmm. what he can do. I love his new intro. Yeah, (laughs) dude, that's so cool. The gold lightning and everything. Yeah, so cool. Um, uh, as far as him holding it, um, uh. I like him holding it. I like him having a good reign. Um, I like him to have a good reign with it. Um, granted, I'm pretty sure they're going to book Drew McIntyre to beat him at WrestleMania, unfortunately. But he could win it back and then go from there. I just want him to look strong is all. I just want him to look like a strong champion, you know? Like that a guy that can compete over and over for it and, like, say, like, invoke his rematch clause and then go in for it again and stuff, you know? Yeah, it, it's just like... Like, after we had Drew for, for pretty much all of last year, except for the, mm-hmm. for the one week when, like, Randy Orton was the champion. One and then, and then he won it back. Yeah. Um, like, like, we had Drew for pretty much, like, a whole year. He's a two-time champion now. If he wins it at Mania, he, he's a three-time. But I would assume they would want Bobby to get it back quickly after that if they really do want to push him and, and, and establish him. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, like, like him – Dropping it, losing it, like he would, he would become a a, a three time champion, then a four time. Like, I mean, that's how those reigns like like become a part of their story and whatever. But I don't know, like like I feel like a like a solid reign to like one of the the smaller like pay reviews in between here and like and like and like SummerSlam would be good for Bobby to drop it sometime around there, and then that leads into like SummerSlam, which is which is still like not into the summer. It's so good, seven eight. eight like six or seven mm-hmm. months away, mm-hmm. but it gives Bobby some time to kind of like to establish himself as the champion and to have a reign that can like that we can see how he does because like we don't want like, yeah. another like like Randy Orton thing back in the day when he first got the world heavyweight, yeah, where he dropped it like a month later because they didn't like how he was doing. Like let like Bobby's a, a like veteran guy, let him get his run with the title and let's see how he does. And I, I think they are going to give him his run. Um, I'm pretty sure um, this isn't just a test for him. I think they really like Bobby, and they really trust Bobby with the title, you know. Um, I He could win. Like, I can see him losing it at Mania, and I can see him retaining at Mania. Like, it's just depending on how the booking looks. Right now, they're booking him smart. They're booking him good. MVP's cutting good promos for him. He squashed the Miz twice, so that's the end of the Miz's tries and all that, you know. Um, sets him up, sets up like a number one contender. So he, so it, it basically sets him up so he doesn't have to wrestle at Fastlane, which is an even better thing. Um, yeah. Because basically, it's going to be like Drew McIntyre saying, "Oh, I want my title back," and then the Miz is like saying, "Well, I beat you for it. Why don't you fight me so you can have like a number one contender between Drew McIntyre and the Miz and and him, or you can have Sheamus get thrown in there too." I don't know. Um, but like, I can, like, like I said, I love Bobby Lashley and I love the way they're booking him right now. And I love the way they have the hurt business going and everything. And I think Bobby can retain and I think Bobby can lose at WrestleMania. I would love to see Bobby retain and have a good long reign going into, say, um, just have, like you said, SummerSlam. Have him have a reign going into SummerSlam and then ending it there and maybe going on from there. Like I, I honestly can. I just the work that Bobby Lashley is doing right now is great. It's phenomenal. The people they have him around him and everything, and having the hurt business have all the gold. So, um, yeah, it, it's working good for them right now. I just, I believe that they trust Bobby, and I don't think this is a test run for him. I think this is going to be an actual run for Bobby Lashley. Hopefully, it is. Um, so a segment that kind of like popped off on uh Twitter this morning was Peyton Royce's uh like promo on uh on a like, raw talk last night mm. 
saying that it was real. She was like displeased and saying that she was wasn't happy or anything. Well, it. I mean, most of the stuff in like in the WWE, like like, like it's a work most likely to to mm-hmm. give her that that push to challenge Oscar. But like essentially, what she said it was like, I didn't pack up my whole life to move like halfway like, across the world from Australia to be stuck in the back watching other mm-hmm. watching other superstars wrestle for the title that I want like to hold and that she wants Oscar next. I mean, like the, the, the promo was very good. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like you could like, tell like you could tell that, that she actually meant what she was saying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her, like her, like frustrations that she has is probably the majority of the woman's like locker room. Because I mean, we do see the kind of the same people at the top. It's like the, the like four horse woman and then Oscar are kind of, have kind of just, just dominated the titles the past couple of years. I mean, and, and yeah, like throwing there, like, um, like Carmela's had a run and like, and Naomi's had a run, but like, no one really sees them as real champions outside of the four horsewomen or like Oscar. Like, yeah. So, so hopefully they can build someone to have someone else up there. Because I feel like we need more talent in like, in the high mid tier to like main event kind of like, like card for like for the women. Yeah. Um, I like the promo that she did. Um, it gave me like Miz vibes whenever he did cut it on um, talking smack. I want to say it was, yeah. Um, but I, I don't see Peyton Royce as maybe like, a, as like going into like the scene of the main event, you know? Yeah. Or maybe this is like her way of getting there, but like it it's just like there's no real I guess this is like her their way of moving like getting momentum going into mania for the women's title, but I don't see a legit challenger in Raw on Raw for the for Oscar's title. Like Charlotte Flair is there, there's Rhea Ripley's coming. Rhea Ripley's coming. Um you could have Becky Lynch come back at Fastlane. Um, they like, need to get, um, like they they need to do something with it. Like it it it, it feels completely underrated underrated compared to how like how how high it feels on SmackDown right now. Like on SmackDown, you have contenders there. You have Bianca Belair. You have you have Bailey. You have all those other women over there. And then on Smack on the on, on, on Raw. You don't have those kinds of women superstars, you know. Like you, you like I've. This is the first time I've seen Peyton Royce cut a pretty good promo. Yeah, and um, and like I'm not sure. Like they had a chance for Shayna Baszler, and then she lost the bait to Becky Lynch, and then Alexa Bliss was there, and she's doing great work. But then they, and now I thought she was going to have a legit chance of going into Mania and beating Oscar for it, and now they're feuding her with Randy Orton again. So then you just leave a blank space there. And so, like, who's going to fill in that spot? Like, I don't see Peyton Royce going. If Peyton Royce can wrestle, if, I mean, it's just, I just don't know if I'm being honest. I don't. It's just yeah, weird. I, um, yeah. I know that on Raw also, that Charlotte was cutting a promo, and then, uh, like, Manny Rose is right there with uh, Dana Brooke, and they're saying that they also won, like, opportunities like, for the title. So. Like, I mean, it's just like, like, uh, like, like, uh, uh, like a lot, a lot of of the women, like superstars, have been booked so badly though, to where you don't see them as like legitimate contenders for the titles. Like, how the hell does Mandy Rose say she deserves a number one content, a, a shot at the title when she just got pinned by Lana last week? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I it just makes no sense. Like, the, the like, booking like, for the women's is just like. It, it, they might as well just put like debut Rhea Ripley, have her squash all of the main roster, and then just have her go against Oscar, beat Oscar at Mania, and there you go. There the title has, then bring back Becky Lynch, and then there we go. There's something good there. Like I, I just don't know what what they're doing with the women's division on Raw. It, 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 it it's feeling like a loss. Like they're just losing. Like they're just going off the rails now, and they're just spitballing and just throwing the dart on the wall, and they're just be like, all right. What are we gonna, who, who's going to cut a good promo next? And they just threw the dart and hit Peyton Royce, and there you go. Um, it's just, you just don't know what's going to happen now. Because Oscar's hurt. Well, yeah. I don't know if she's actually hurt, but she's hurt. 
And so she's not there to put relevance on the title to cut things. And so now you're leaving it to the women's division there to put relevance to it. And they really haven't done anything to prove that they deserve a shot. Yeah, and, and it, it's just like, like the whole past year pretty much, like since Becky left, like there's been no true challenges for Asuka. Mm-hmm. And like it was cool when I Charlotte came back, and we knew that eventually she would be pushed into that like role to to face Asuka. Mm-hmm. But now Asuka's hurt, but she's still the champion because like the injury shouldn't have probably happened because it was a botch by Shayna Baszler, and she like kicked her in the mouth and yeah. like knocked out her tooth. Like 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 that's something else too. Like I think they need to get the tag titles off of Shayna and Nia Jax and let Shayna go into the singles because yes. she's a, a like dominant competitor. Like Shayna yes, can dominate. And so is Nia Jax. And so is Nia Jax, too. Like, we need to get them back into, like, like into the singles mm-hmm. runs and let the tag titles go to someone like Peyton Royce or, like, mm-hmm. Naomi exactly. and, 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 like, Lana. Or, yeah. And let them start building themselves up. Yeah, because, exactly. like, with the way that the roster is, like, it's just, like, like, none of these, like, they don't, they don't feel like champions. They don't have that, that feel, okay. that look. Yep. And they need to build it again. And they yep. need to get. Alexa Bliss out of that whole fiend thing, like let yeah. her get back into the women's like division. Well, like no, I, I like her doing her fiend work. Her fiend work is great. It's it, it's great right now. But like, have yeah. her still be a part of that and still be a part of the. Don't feud her with Randy Orton. Have her still be in the women's division and cutting and moving in the women's division because Alexa Bliss was doing so good and helping the title out when she was f- fighting Austin in regular Raw matches and and she had almost won the title and then Randy Orton RKO'd her and so like. Um, it was so good going there if they would have left there. And like you said, get the titles off of Shayna and Nia because they're they're great singles. They're great single superstars that you can push to add, add relevance for the title because both of them can challenge Oscar to a good match. And yeah, and yeah. it's just is they're just and then not only that. Whenever she, like like you said, when Charlotte came back, we thought that she was going to be the main challenger for Oscar, and we were like, okay, and this and that. They end up making Charlotte her tag partner. And then them winning the tag titles, like, and, and and then like right after that, like Charlotte feuds with with, with Lacey Evans, and, and, and now have... Lacey Evans is actually pregnant. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, granted, that's yeah. not from like Ric Flair. Like, like, like that was all like, <laughs> but, but like, like, her, like her actual husband got her pregnant, and it's yeah. just like, man, like, and so like on the Raw roster, like top like main event, like, like. Top main event, female superstars like Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Charlotte. Like those four are at the top. And then right below them, I'll put like Nia mm-hmm. and Shayna. I would put Shayna like the, in, the top, in, a, in a top tier. I think because yeah. she carried the NXT title for a good while and was a damn good women's champion on on NXT. Yeah, so 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 throw uh Shane up there, but then like after that's like Nia's in that next tier, and then like another tier down, and that's where you throw in like Naomi. Naomi and like and like Peyton Royce could be in there, but like she's at least been a champion before, so like and and like Peyton Royce doesn't have that that exposure or that experience as a champion <laughs> except for being uh a tag champion, and like all the rest of the rosters like 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 mm-hmm. like none of them inspire. You. Like, you just think, oh, like they could be a champion. Yeah, exactly. Like you think Lana is gonna be <laughs> like Mandy Rose is there and they had an opportunity with Mandy and they dropped the ball there. They put her with Dana Brooke. And it, it, it it's really a mess on Raw. And then it, it, you just you just don't know what's going on because I it's just so confusing right now. There's just so much going on and they gotta they gotta organize and get the ships settled because Wrestlemania is less than a month away really yep it's like four or five weeks I think yeah and you got to get it and you got to set your program and you got to get it set and they're just all over the place right now it's like you don't even know who's going to be the real contender to Oscar right now you don't know who's going to challenge Matt Riddle although I don't I do think it's going to be um Apollo uh well, well, oh no uh, Apollo Smackdown. Smackdown yeah that's my bad that's my bad um, uh, I don't even. Know. I would say probably uh, Mustafa Ali. Well, like or someone from Retribution. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. um, but like you don't know who's gonna challenge Riddle. You don't know who's gonna challenge um, 
Bobby Lashley yet? What are you going to do with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre? What are you going to do with AJ Styles? Because he just beat Randy Orton. Or what are you going to do with, like, Braun, like is Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon going to have a match at WrestleMania? Yeah, I think they're building to that probably because it's going to be with fans again. Mm-hmm. And, and and honestly, fans, like, we love Shane. And, like, when he performs, he always performs, like, very well. So, like, I'm sure, like, this that's why he decided to come back now. Like, oh, like, like I'm ready to give a show for the fans who who, who we haven't had for, like, over, like, a year now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, there's going to be – Raw just has to organize this shit. And then you look at SmackDown, and SmackDown is completely set in line and organized and ready to get going and get moving towards their storyline. Yeah. Because on SmackDown, like, you have Sasha Banks against Bianca Belair. That's settled. And then um, – Roman versus have, Edge. Uh, Roman Edge. And then you have... You also have uh, Daniel Bryan Roman yeah, uh, at Fastlane. At Fastlane. And then you have Apollo, who's doing phenomenal work right now. He looks really good Dude, right now. he's yeah. doing the best work I've seen that I never thought Apollo could do. Like, he, he should beat... Uh, he should challenge... He should beat... He should be Big E's Big challenge e title at, 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 at WrestleMania yeah. because he's the guy that hurt Big E, technically. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was him that hurt him. Yeah. So, like, yeah. And I would. And we're building uh, Seth Rollins and, like, and, and Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro, yeah. And it's so. And then, like, the SmackDown tag is like, you can fill it out however you like. It, 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 it's, it's, it's so organized on SmackDown. Then you look at Raw and Raw's a complete mess. And, like, it's just. Uh, that's, I guess that's why SmackDown is better than Raw right now at the moment. It's just far more – they're far more organized than where they want to go with their storylines, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, like it's just, like, it feels so much better on SmackDown because you have the whole thing with Sami Zayn and, like, Baron Corbin and, like, how how Sami wants to, to, to tag, like, with Corbin. Mm. And then – um. KO's getting time off right now, pretty much, because we haven't seen him for in a while. Yeah. And then you have the 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 Mysterios are kind of feuding with uh Chad Gable and like Otis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Murphy finally popped back up for the first time in like four months. <laughs> I forgot he was on the roster, so mm-hmm. yeah. And then the the like women's division like below Sasha, uh, Bianca, and Bailey. I mean, like, it's still like it's solid. We. I don't know if we're going to get any matches from them, but it's like Carmella gave us a solid mm-hmm. like three matches with Sasha. Mm-hmm. Although it probably went like one match too long. Mm-hmm. It did. That match at Rumble was too long. Uh, there's Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Natalia, Maurice. No, Maurice doesn't even wrestle. And they're, they're, they are building uh, Tamina and mm-hmm. Natalia too, so yeah. So like they're they they're far more organized than what they want to do. I think it's because they have the two Rumble winners there, of course. But like, like it's 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 just a far better. They have far better work. Roman Reigns is such a great heel. Um, Apollo's doing great work right now. Um, Big E has always been doing good work. They just. Like they even Sasha Banks and with her title, even though as much as I don't like Sasha Banks, she's been doing good work with it. And Bianca Belair's been up and coming, and this and that, and they've been rattling off a good, good feud after good feud and everything. And I just, yeah, I, I think that's why SmackDown's far like it's probably going to have majority of a better card than what Raw's going to put on. Because with Raw, you don't know what they're going to put up for WrestleMania. I think. I think Raw's is going to scramble everything after Fastlane, and they're just going to move too fast with the feuds, and those matches are going to be bad. I think. Yeah, like, like we're going to get like Drew McIntyre versus like Sheamus at at, at Fastlane, mm-hmm. probably a, a like Extreme Rules or like hardcore match, or like a no something like bar that, or you know, or yeah, like, like an Irish bar fight or something. Last Man Standing. <laughs> you know, just like something. Last like that Man Standing would be solid and, between them. Yeah, and and I feel like with what we have with Raw, like, like maybe we should just let Sheamus and Drew head into Mania and fight and fight there because like they've had really really good matches. Mm-hmm. They've had they just like last night. What they did last night was really good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, like 
We need Becky back for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, because that like, yeah. he needs to come he back. He needs to come back because that title is right now a lost cause. Because you don't. Yeah. Right now it's a lost cause because you don't because there's nobody who can because there's nobody who can cut a promo to raise the to raise the legitness of the title right now because Oscar's hurt. And then you don't yeah. really have a number one contender. And if Becky comes back, she's like, well, I never really lost the title. I want my title back. And she can come back as a heel, be a damn good heel. And then there we go. You're set up for Mania there. And then. I mean, like, like her, like. Or like have like a triple thread. Her pop. Yeah. Like, like her pop at Mania after like a year with no fans, like the place would go. Yeah, exactly. Like. Like you could have like a triple threat number one contenders match at Fastlane. You could throw um, you could throw Peyton Royce after cutting that good promo against Charlotte against Becky Lynch. Like against a surprise opponent, and then at Fastlane bring back Becky Lynch, get everybody hyped up, and that'll put more fans in the stands because everybody wants to see Becky Lynch because she's one of the biggest female superstars in the like draws and the biggest like, like in the yeah. WWE, yeah, and everybody's gonna want to go see Becky Lynch. So that gives you ticket sales. It raises relevancy to the title because everybody wants to see Becky Lynch against Oscar. And there you go, you're set on that side of the car. And so, like, the main thing is if Drew and Sheamus go into Mania, who's going to challenge Bobby Lashley? You going to have AJ Styles go against him? I mean, you, you could. could, but like, I mean, uh, I just uh, he could do that. You could. Or you could just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just a mess. and I, I would, It's like a tangled mess right now, and they got to get in there and untangle all those wires and everything right now. Yeah, because, like, like, I see, like, like, a clear, like, well, not clear, but I, I feel like for, like, Matt Riddle, like, we have, um, we have Ricochet, Mustafa Ali, uh, John Morrison or like Keith Lee could also come back. Or you back. can have the Miz try to get the IC, but he's the but Miz. he's also yeah. I think there's also um Damian Priest though. So I'm pretty sure Miz will be feuding with Bad mm-hmm. Bunny come Mania mm-hmm. still. So yeah, because I haven't seen Bad Bad Bunny wasn't on Raw yesterday, was he? No. Yeah, no, I don't think so. But he was at something else. Though. Yeah. So all right. Um. Yeah, wrestling that. Raw needs to figure out what they're yeah, doing. They, they, SmackDown, SmackDown is already pretty much set. SmackDown but... set and ready to bring like everything at it and guns blazing. Because I feel, I feel Roman and Edge is going to be like, like I just I don't think Roman and Edge is going to be the best match on that on their on on their side. I think Apollo and Big E is going to be the best match they put out. Yeah, like I feel like like Apollo has been really really mm-hmm. good and. Like he's gonna tell a story with this match mm-hmm. with Big E at, at Mania, where, whereas Edge and Roman, like, like Edge said, it, it, it's 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 Attitude Era versus like versus the the the, the like Thunderdome mm-hmm. era. But granted, like, I necessarily wouldn't put Edge in the, in the Attitude Era. He's he's I feel he's more like, with his aggression. That's when that's when he became out. a superstar. Uh, a star, yeah, mm-hmm. but. I mean, like that's also his roots. Like he was there, like for like WrestleMania, like seventeen. Like, here's, like, he like, revolutionized like TLC. Mm-hmm. He, he but, basically made TLC. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, like, like, like we know what's gonna go down on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Now we pretty much know that NXT is gonna do mm-hmm. their own thing. Yeah, now that they now that they leaked the announcements and everything with the with the announcements from SI, um, they say that. Well, um, Justin Barrasso, Sports Illustrated, revealed that the announcements were that they're going to be they're, they're going to establish uh, NXT Women's Tag Team Titles, and then NXT Takeover is going to be two nights. Now it's going to be Thursday, April eighth, on the USA Network, and then I mean Wednesday. That's the first night is going to be Wednesday, and then the next night is going to be Thursday, and then that one's going to be on Peacock and WWE Network. So. NXT is already set there. You already know what NXT is going to try to do. Like tomorrow is going to be a, a good day to watch NXT because there's two good, good ass matches going on. And then including all the Adam Cole, Adam Colfin, Byler, and then um, Io Shirai against Tony Storm. Yep. And so, and it's going to be good. And then not only that, Eli Drake is going to cut a, 
phenomenal ass promo I feel in that show. Like he normally does. The LA Knight is what he goes by now. But Eli Drake is going to be so great in NXT. Like, I'm so ready. He's so great on the mic. Especially what I saw what he cut last week. He has he doesn't miss a step when it comes to promo. Um, so there's so much going forward with NXT, especially with the new signings and everything. So, yeah. NXT is going to be... I wish they would have included them in Mania, but hey, give them their own show and have them become... And like I said, they're, they're, NXT is, is his own brand now. So it's good that they're keeping them separated. And you never know, they might move people who aren't succeeding in the main roster and move them back down to NXT and have them succeed there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so last bit of wrestling news, we saw that Christian signed with AEW. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, it... It was very hyped up to be. I mean, like Christian is great. Like, like he, he's fun to watch in the ring. It's just like he, he, I wouldn't consider him a Hall of Famer. I think he is just because he's done so much, like in the business. Like he, he's a two-time uh, world heavyweight champion. He was an ECW champion, uh, Intercontinental U.S. For, and he's been attacking champion like multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah, I know, but and then so his... like majority of his tag team title reigns, he was carried by somebody else. He was carried by Edge in one of them, and then he was carried by Chris Jericho in another. So like, yeah, and I mean like, and don't get me wrong, it's also like like there's no brood like without mm-hmm. Christian. Like that's Christian, true. like he still played yeah, his role in that. That's true, but uh, it was <laughs> it really put like I, I saw it coming. Everybody was like, oh, it's CM Punk and all this. I was like, hell no, it ain't going to be CM Punk. CM Punk ain't never going to wrestle again. <laughs> he, he's never going to wrestle again. Yeah. Um, like, but it was the signing that AEW, basically AEW just, just contradicted itself because they said they weren't going to sign any big WWE talents, but yet here they are signing Rusev and the and big, big Show, Show and Christian and all these people from WWE that that really didn't have that much traction going for them. And but but AEW yeah. matches are still phenomenal though. They 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 put on great matches though. That pay per view was awesome, except for the ending of the to the exploding barbed wire. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. with all the the with all the little pyro the, like, little sparklers. sparklers. <laughs> yeah. No, but if you look at that pay per view, man, there was all those matches they put on were about maybe. They were three stars and up. Yeah, for sure. sure. The AEW puts on, they know how to put on good product. It's just that they don't know how to like, I want to say book it yet. They're still starting to get that down. They still know how to really book yet, but they're starting to get there little by little. Yeah, and um, so now moving to the NFL. Mm -hmm. A lot of news down. Dak Prescott, huge deal. Um. They should have paid him. Mm-hmm. They could have like mm-hmm. two years That's ago. They could have gotten them cheaper. And now they have to pay a shit ton more. So he's making seventy five million. Uh, next he's, year. I think he's doing sixty four million next year. He signed a four year one sixty with one hundred and twenty six guaranteed, and I think like a sixty something signing bonus. Um, apparently to get yeah, paid by Jerry I, Jones, you have to make your foot face the other way and break it. Because yeah, uh, th- like. I, I understand paying him because, like, the options after him aren't mm-hmm. very good. Like, we saw how they struggled last year, like, without him. And then now, moving forward, I mean, like, were you really going to go and trust and trade for, like, Marcus no, Mariota? No, no. And then he kind of bust or whatever. <laughs> no. You're going to go and give it to, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. like, for yeah, a but year. If I was... And then at that point, mm-hmm. like... And, and, but if I was Jerry Jones, you know what I would have done? I would have franchise tagged uh, them. I would have tagged them for a year. Well, they did franchise. Yeah, tag. They would have tagged them. He would have been due, I think, like thirty-four million this year. You do, you pay yeah. him his thirty-four. It's his prove it deal. And then if he doesn't prove it next year, look who's a free agent. You have Aaron Rodgers. You got Matt Ryan. You have a whole array of quarterbacks that are going to be. And then every offseason, there's going to be eight teams that are going to need a quarterback, and. All of a sudden, all these quarterbacks are going to be available next year. If Green Bay doesn't help Aaron Rodgers, you, you, I'm damn sure Aaron Rodgers is going to want out. 
if Atlanta doesn't do anything good this year, Matt Ryan's going to want out. Um, and then, like, it, it, like I would have franchised tag Dak. I wouldn't have gave him $160 million over four years. Um, but it's, it's just the way it went, unfortunately. Um, I like Dak a lot. I think he's a, I think he's a, a top-tier quarterback in the league, but that's due to the fact that a lot of the games they played in, he, they were playing from behind and had to throw the ball a lot. I love Dak, but I don't trust him. With I just don't like Mike McCarthy um, as a head coach. Um, yeah, he he's he, yeah he, he shouldn't be the, the head coach of the Cowboys at all. Um, yeah. I like I like, but I like I said, um, I would have tagged him, had him play, or given him a two year contract, and then with the team option the second year. You know, if he didn't play up to your liking, you can just cut him and then there you go. You don't have to actually renew it. But, I mean, Dak wanted multiple years, so that's another issue there in the contract negotiations. So um, a four-year deal, $160 million, making him one of the top-paid quarterbacks when he's coming off of a serious injury is a big risk in my eyes. But I, I'm pretty sure Dak Prescott can prove it. But the thing is they need to get him some help, and can they afford that help? It's a main issue for me. Okay, so I just checked. Um, so Aaron Rodgers is signed through 2023. Mm-hmm. But it's just he doesn't have any he, – he, he, he won't count against the cap after next yeah, so year. That's where I'm saying that he can, he can basically be free and say, like, hey, I want to get traded here and yada, yada, or get cut. And then the Packers – like, if he's not happy, the Packers would happily cut him. And say because they have yeah, Jordan Love, so his and he he's on a good contract for his upcoming season. He he's only making uh fifteen million in yeah. base salary this year, and so they just released that they just let Aaron Jones go. So that's not helping Aaron Rodgers there first and foremost. Well, I mean, I think AJ didn't show flashes last year, so ho- hopefully he can step up and kind of like. Lead that 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 running back group that of whoever. I think else it's Jamal have, Williams is going to be the starter next year. Isn't Jamal Williams on their yeah, isn't um, Jamal Williams yeah. on their contract by then? So yeah, him. And yeah, so like, AJ there's not so. really much help there. Um, maybe you can go and snag a guy like OBJ, maybe, or go and snag some help. You need to get him help. That's plain and simple. You need to give him more targets to throw to because. From now on, teams are going to double up on Devontae Adams, but I know that he's been one of the best receivers, so doubling up on him doesn't really make a difference for him. But, I mean, you got to look in the key in there. Um, losing Aaron Jones is a big loss because, well, it's a good thing for Aaron Jones because Aaron Jones is going to get paid his money. Um, somebody's going to give him his money. Yeah. Um, as far as that, I was surprised that the Bucks tagged uh, Chris Godwin, though. Yeah, that was a move that I was very yeah. surprised at too. I was expecting for like mm-hmm. Shaq Barrett. That's what, to that's what get I was thinking. It was either going to be Levante I mean, David or Shaq Barrett to get tagged. Yeah, and 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 they still have about like fifteen million mm-hmm. in cap space mm-hmm. even after the tag. So we'll yeah, still I see know what they do that, there, but I mean, like I know that now, they gave Levante his contract. They gave him a two-year fifty million, which is a great contract for him, but. I feel he got a little bit maybe underpaid. I thought he, he's a top-tier linebacker in the league. I thought he could have gotten more for that over more time. I thought he could have gotten a longer-term contract. But, I mean, you're in Tampa. You just won a Super Bowl. So, you basically take anything to maybe go to another one. Um, uh, and then we saw um, – Oh, yeah, Alan he Robinson. tagged that poor guy. He got man. tagged. Uh, I feel so sorry for him. He'll probably so, get tagged and traded. That's more than likely what will happen. Mm-hmm. I think uh, so too. Um, it, it's either that or they're using that to be like, hey, like any uh, potential quarterbacks, yeah. you know, like we we do have mm-hmm. like Robinson back yeah. again. So hopefully, yeah, they um, like that. Kenny Galladay didn't uh, get tagged, so he's free to go. He didn't get tagged, so he's free tagged. to go wherever he likes. Leonard Williams. Oh yeah, Leonard Henry. John Smith is a free agent next year. Um, Leonard Williams got tagged. Um, let's 
Mm. Trying to think who else. I, I know that um, Carlos Dunlap, he got mm-hmm. cut. Oh, he got Seahawks. cut. And, that, and, it, and it saved mm-hmm. them like $12 million. After they traded for him this past year, like they traded for him from the Bengals and then they cut him like the, like mm. four months later. Uh, let me see. I know the Saints made a move. They tagged Marcus Williams, which is huge for them. Which the is Saints huge for them. It helps out their secondary hugely. But it still leaves them over the cap, but I don't give a damn. They were last week. Dude, I don't know how Mickey Loomis does it, man. This team was 120 something million over the cap just a week ago, and now they're 40 million over right now. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know I don't how know they work it, the, the, and I don't know how they do it. Like this was probably by far one of the worst cap situations that I've seen in a long time, and they were in the same situation in 2014, and they made Jarius Bird the highest paid safety, which was a big mistake. Um, but I mean, like they managed, <laughs> like I could, <laughs> like they paid Jarius Bird so much money, it's crazy. Um, but. I, I just don't know how they're doing it, and they're 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 making it work, but they'll probably lose Trey Hendrickson in the process, and I'm like, good on him, he's gonna get paid somewhere else. Um, another one that surprised me was Bud Dupree not getting tagged. He was good. He's been good for the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think all this does is, is show that. Oh, and then the a surprising one was that uh, Cam oh, Robinson yeah. was the Jaguars. Guaranteeing 14.5 million. For a tackle, not very not good. Very good. <laughs> but um, I guess it was more of like, well, we need a tackle for next year. And they they probably felt that he would, that he might have fetched more on, mm, the, on the open market. Granted, I don't know who would have I know him, who they could have probably paid. They could have paid Trent Williams. They could have paid Trent Williams yeah. that money, but I mean um, he's coming off of a big injury too. So I mean, it, 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 it's just—I don't know if players will want to go to Jacksonville because I've already seen that. That like, for example, Pat said on the show uh, a, a, a few days ago, I think, that he doesn't like how Urban Meyer has come into like 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 the NFL and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna do it my way. Cause like my way is better, and Pat was like, "Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like you don't come into like, like like he doesn't come into like our league and say that like you've been in college your entire mm-hmm. career like like that doesn't work like in, in, in the NFL and we've already seen that that doesn't work yeah, that's true. In, in the NFL yeah and he just can't have a big head like that so like and 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 Pat has yeah and, and Pat has like a ton of pool like like in the league like with players like mm-hmm. players are always on the show so players like listen yeah, to like, him and hear look him. at Aaron Rodgers and so like. And so with Pat saying that, yeah. And so with Pat saying that, I feel like it, it kind of says to free agents, it's like, oh man, like Urban's saying all this stuff. Like I don't really like that. I don't want to go play for someone like that. So he, so then the Jaguars would have to overpay for people. So maybe that's why they're like, oh, like let's tag Cam because we probably aren't going to get any other like good yeah, like old lineman here. Oh boy, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting way to play for him. I mean, he's going to get Trevor Lawrence in the draft, which is plain and simple. Yeah, and um, thankfully there was no news on the Texans <laughs> front <laughs> this week. I know. Yeah. Deshaun Watson yeah, he's still, still Texans. Texans. Like Outside of us cutting pretty much like half of the starting offense, like we cut like mm-hmm. three offensive linemen. Um, Outside of that uh, – like there was really no news on that, so mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, it's good news for the Texans. They, and then, basically, um, they got to keep everything big under wraps right now. You just got to keep pushing. Like right now, they're not in the media's attention, but eventually they are. But I mean, right now they're good, and I think right now, like I said, I fully expect Deshaun to be their quarterback next year. There's, there's just no way yep. I see anybody trading up or trading away other than Carolina. But, yeah, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, so, so last uh, NFL thing before we go on to mm-hmm. our last topic. Uh, Zach Wilson is – Dude, I don't, I, don't I don't understand all this hype going on around him. I don't even think he's better than Justin Fields. Like, like, like everyone's saying that he's the next, like, Pat Mahomes mixed with, like, no. Russell Wilson. And I'm like, how are y'all seeing he this? He played from, like, at BYU, BYU, exactly. Like, and, like, I – I 
I, I, I understand you can't compare like where they play at to where to 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 determine how good they are because like like Pat Mahomes at played Tech. at 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 Texas Tech and then Pat Mahomes also spends a year on the bench mm-hmm. like learning Andy Reid's offense mm-hmm. and learning behind Alex Smith. But Zach Wilson's not gonna get that same like like opportunity. Like like if he gets drafted second overall by the Jets, they're gonna expect and start him to step and in know and start. everything right away. Like right like, away. I don't think the Jets will take him. And like I, I mean like everyone's just kinda of mm-hmm. like mocking him to the Jets pretty much right now. Like like every big mock yeah. draft has him going to, to the Jets. And it's just like I, I don't understand uh, the hype. Like, I don't I, see him better than Trey Lance. I don't see him better than Justin Fields. His the best thing he has going for him is his mobility and his and his throw on the run. His deep ball accuracy is not that great. It's decent. Um not better than Trey Lance's. Trey Lance is a quarterback who threw for about 40-something touchdowns last two years ago and only had one interception, even though, granted, he played with North Dakota State and they play and they don't even play in SDS as well. But, I mean, it that Trey Lance has done extraordinary things at the college level, and you can't deny that. Um, I, yeah, like, I, I, just, I I feel like it's, it's, it's like Trevor Lawrence is Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and then you can go Zach Wilson and like mm-hmm. Mac Jones, Kyle Trask, whatever. The 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 one that caught me <laughs> off guard was when um when when like Chris Sims said that Kellen Mond is a better thrower of the football than than Trevor Lawrence, and and, and, and like this is coming from a big fan of Kellen Mond's because like he's a quarterback for for A and M, but like in, in what world Trevor is Kellen Mond a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence oh, throwing the man. football? Like, 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 he has his number two. Like, number two. He had him ranked as number two. Yeah. And, and, and like, if he's going to put Kellen Mond in number two, you might as well put Sam Ellinger at number three. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Jeez. I, 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 I see Kellen Mond behind the rest of the, he'll, he'll be like, he's in the second tier behind like the front, the top tier. He's like that second level quarterback. I put him with like Ellinger and, and that's pretty much the rest of the quarterbacks that are forgotten. Like he's part of that forgotten quarterback list. Like what Dak Prescott was. He's basically like what Dak Prescott was the year Prescott got drafted. Cause everybody forgot about him. And then he fell to the fourth round of the Cowboys and yada, yada. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't understand all this hype going on for Zach Wilson. Like I get it. He's a great quarterback. I like him. He's his mobility is like unmatched and everything, but I don't see him as Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have the accuracy that Patrick Mahomes has. Um, okay, so I have Chris Sims' uh, uh-huh. quarterback rankings right now. So they open it with Chris Sims probably is the best quarterback scout in, in media today. They yeah. say how he used to play quarterback. He's Phil Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very smart, whatever. Doesn't follow the crowd. In 2018, he said that uh, that Josh Allen and – Lamar Jackson were better than Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield and Sam Darnold, and he was right. I mean, yeah, yeah like, like they're both better quarterbacks for sure. Well, I don't know about and Lamar better than I don't know about Lamar ranks. better than Baker yet. Because Baker played great last year. I mean, I mean, he is a yeah. That's true. I'll give him okay. Already, so. Yeah, that, that's that's true. That's and true. he's been to the playoffs cool. twice. So that's, okay. So his rating is uh, Zach Wilson <laughs> one oh over Trevor and he said that. So he's like that. His baseline for for Zach Wilson is Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, how do you compare this kid to Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes? I don't see it. I don't. Trevor Lawrence is probably the yeah, closest I... person to Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers to me. Yeah, it, it's like, and then he, he he talks about Trevor Lawrence, and then he's like, as a pure thrower, that Trevor Lawrence is not as good as as, uh, as like Justin Herbert was last year. What? <laughs> yeah, and then he has uh, and then his, his QB three, three? It, it, is his QB three is Mac Jones. Mac Jones. He. 
he he sees him as a top ten pick. No. It's gonna be four. It's Kellen Mond. Oh my gosh. Oh. And then uh, so this is what he says about Kellen Mond. And a quote: Why is nobody talking about this guy? He lost one game in the SEC through nineteen touchdowns and three interceptions. That merits more talk and hype. But forget that his throwing is special. Wilson is a king of throwing, referring to Zach Wilson. Jones is extremely consistent. Kellen Mond is the next guy. It's pure throwers, guys who can throw perfect strikes every time. Wilson, Jones, and Mond are more machines than Trevor Lawrence is at this point. Every throw he makes is a bullseye. It's a rocket arm. He doesn't need space in the pocket. He can throw with pressure. The only negative is I wish he played a little bit more backyard football. Like, like, like I like Kellen Mond a lot, but he's, he's not. not QB four in this draft. He's like, not even, did, like, in the did he not see Kellen Mond against Alabama this year? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's just like really confusing his, his rankings, and then he has Fields at five, and then he has uh, Trey Lance at six. Um. And then he goes on to compare Fields to Cardo Jones, Dwayne Haskins, oh, that's the former Ohio State quarterback. He's not um, like them. He's like, they're saying that he is not a good short ball thrower. And then he looks at Cardo and Dwayne. He says, I don't know if they're teaching this teaching it this way at Ohio State, but the arm can get too floppy. It just doesn't connect all the time. His body is locked and the arm just flops everywhere. Shit. So he, like, I feel just oh, massively like, underrated here. And he puts Trey Lance at six, but he puts Lance at six because of lack of play. He he he, mm-hmm. he only played one game this past season. He plays in the FCS. I mean, that, like it's understandable to not want to rank someone high. That's understandable. Watch him play. Like that's understandable. But like Fields at five, and then Kellen Mond and Mac Jones above him, and and even like I feel like Zach Wilson and Fields are kind of like, like mm-hmm. they're jockeying for that number two spot. But like we've seen Fields more better Fields has done yeah, against better, better like comp. Yeah, better better competition. Whereas, whereas whereas Zach Wilson was was being the crap out of like mm-hmm. U of H and like mm-hmm. and random teams yeah. like on the West Coast. Um I just like like I said, I don't understand the hype around them. I, I like Justin Fields more than I like Zach Wilson. And I like Trey Lance more than I like Zach Wilson. Um uh, maybe it'll come to like maybe the pro days to see how good Trey Lance actually is, but like, how do you not see Justin Fields last year and not think he's not better than Zach Wilson? Justin Fields killed Clemson single-handedly, but he couldn't kill Alabama. But I mean, but like I mean, uh, it, it just he played phenomenal. He, one bad game doesn't determine the rankings, you know, like what they, that's what they said around Trevor Lawrence and everything. So I, I, I know Trevor Lawrence is the leader of the pack. I don't think Zach Wilson's better than Trevor Lawrence. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence and the rest of the QBs basically. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's how I see it. And I think it's just like, they need something to, to they talk about a lot. So they talk about, uh, like the quarterbacks, and they're starting to, to pick apart Trevor Lawrence when we've known he's mm-hmm. in the first overall pick the past three years. So I mean, like, like this is just that classic. Oh, we we need to 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 to, to talk about something, so let's pick apart the top quarterback. Same thing happened. Uh, yeah, with Deshaun in like 2017. Like everyone, like like we knew that Deshaun was going to be a top quarterback. We knew he was hyped up, and everyone p- picked him apart. And look what happened. Like he is the second best quarterback in the league behind like. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, and like talent wise, like he would pick him over every quarterback mm-hmm. right now, except for Pat Mahomes. Like, and and it's just, and that's yep. because people picked him apart because they saw him so much. And I think that's what's happening with Trevor Lawrence. Granted, he he was, was still go first overall, but like this exactly. is the same thing we're trying to it's, think. It's, Zach like with Stephen A, it's blasphemous that they would think that. Yeah. Entirely, it's it's crazy Entirely. why they think Zach Wilson's better than him. I don't, I don't get it, and I don't understand the hype around Zach Wilson. Like he went to BYU, he went to a Mormon school. Like, come on, he went to a school with Mormons. <laughs> give him a break. Come on, give it to the guy who played in the Big Ten. Yeah, and um, I would say. Yeah, it's it's, very it's, I don't it's know strange. why it's happening either. I don't know why. And I happening. feel a team's going to make a mistake 
and take Zach Wilson early. And I think that team might be the Jets. Yeah. Like, I I, I think he says he's going to go to the Jets. Oh, boy. I'm not ready for that. Well, so I didn't know that they're comparing Mac Jones. Wait, to what? Tom the Brady. Tom Brady? <laughs> Mel Kuyper has compared uh, Mac Jones to Tom Brady. Oh, so it's what too, are they uh, doing? These prospects, these guys are not going to be able. Oh my god, dude! These guys yes, are getting are. overhyped. Like, and then if they don't transition yeah, into horrible. the NFL, fans are going to absolutely <laughs> like, hate them. Because they're gonna be like, "Well, he compared you to Tom Brady. Why aren't you as good as him?" Blah 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 blah. blah. Like, no, don't don't put him to big names. Right, so, put him to names like Ryan so, Fitzpatrick, or put him next to names where they look better. And those quarterbacks are gonna be better than, you know. Okay, so that was uh, Mel Kiber's comparison. Uh, Matt Miller compares him to a more conservative, conservative. That Kirk sounds Cousins. better. That's I think a better. A better yeah, uh, see, like, that's the reason like I like Matt Miller, yeah. Matt Miller a lot more. Because he, he's realistic with everything. And so is the Discord. Yeah, his, um, yeah, his take on the 49ers, um, today was, was very weird and, and different to see, but, um, and like, but he does make mm-hmm. some sense, though. So, like, just a little recap of it. It's like the 49ers are 29 and 35 in the rec season under Lynch and, and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan. Um, under Lynch, the Niners are yet to draft the first round as a blue chip, building block on the roster. And he lists uh, uh, Solomon Thomas, Ruben Foster, Mike McGlinchey, Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, and Brandon Ayuk. He says that Nick Bosa doesn't qualify as a blue chip guy because he's been hurt two of the past three years. He missed his last year in college. He missed all of last year except for two games. The one year he did play, he played next to uh, all pro DeForest Buckner. Mm-hmm. And they traded him away. He didn't look as good. Kind of mm-hmm. makes a point there with the Nick Bosa thing. Um, oh. But we do got to see. Yeah, the Nick 49ers Bosa are going to be much better next year. He's back from injury. I, mean, they're the 40, I think so, too. I think they're a playoff team. Next I think year. so, too. They have the money to attract the talent, and they have a great GM and everybody and a great coach to get talent there. And plus, they can dangle. Jimmy Garoppolo as trade bait for anybody, for any team, you know? So, I mean, if they're willing to part ways with Jimmy, they can mm-hmm. find a way there. And I mean, they have plenty of cap to sign another defensive player. So, I mean, it's, it, it's all good. Like the, I expect the 49ers to be a competitive team next year. You're forgetting half their defense was hurt last year. And a lot yeah, of their offense true. was hurt last year too. So, I mean, Debo Samuel was always hurt. Um, Raheem Mostert was always hurt. Garoppolo was always hurt. Their offensive line was always getting hurt. So it is. I mean, like, and, and then uh, mm-hmm. Kittle got hurt too. Kittle got hurt too. And then, mm-hmm. and then Jordan so they had to go down to the third string and everything. Like, and then they nailed the pick with Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk's going to be a good receiver for them. So, um. I think the 49ers are going to be better next year. They're going to be a much – it's going to be a more competitive – they're going to be a more competitive team next year. And even if they do trade Jimmy Garoppolo, like the the, the return they get is probably going to be good too, so. Yeah, and I mean, like, (laughs) Dude, I love we can it. honestly talk all day about the draft and stuff like, like that, but it's crazy to think that it's next month. Closing out, yeah, no. So, closing out now with our last talk for the day: fictional deaths that, uh, well, the top like fictional deaths for you, for you and me, um, books, movies, mm-hmm. uh, TV shows, comics, whatever. Um, I'll start with the movie one. Um, Ooh, and in like, the low end, died at the end of like. Oh Logan. man, that oh, that man. was man. Um, that one was that's a big one. That's a good one. Uh, for a movie for me, I know that it's like, oh man, Jesus, this is a tough one for me. That's a death that I'll never get over in a movie. Loki's death in the Avengers in Infinity War. That's a big one. 
because I didn't see that one coming. Oh, I didn't expect okay. Loki to die, or maybe he's not dead. I don't know. Um, Black Widow's also was a big one. Oh, that I mean, one too. Like, that Iron one Man was dying. a huge one. Like, that one was a oh man, like that's huge. Um, yeah, damn. And then, well, Paul Walker at the end of Fast. When Paul Walker passed yeah, away um, in the Fast, like... the Fast and Furious movie after that left me balling because I fucking was rattled and everything. Uh, yeah, but I would I would pick Iron Man's overall as fictional in movies. Yeah, uh, I would say probably Iron Man or like, or yeah. Logan. Logan was a big probably, one. Like, like those, those are the two. Because so I mean, many like, years. They, like we also had Logan for, because, because the the Logan movie came out. Mm-hmm. I want to say 2017, 2018, kind of somewhere around there, and so we had him for, as Wolverine for about twenty years. So like pretty much the, like, like almost the same time span as like as, like, Robert Downey Jr. as, like, Iron Man, because it was from 08 to 2019, so, like, 11 years, versus, like, we almost had 20 with mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman, like, in the lead role for, for X-Men. Yeah, that's true. So, Wait, uh, but like, let's not forget about one. Bambi. Um, Let's not forget about Bambi's mom and Bambi, you know? <laughs> that one's always sad. Uh, a book one for me is is always um out that like Dumbledore dying in like Harry Potter mm-hmm. because like he was such a big character and he was so important to the story and he was kind of like the guy who you were like oh like he can always go and fix things and save things so seeing him die in the sixth book that was kind of like oh shit like oh, now man. like it's getting serious I haven't really read too many books where a character dies if I'm being honest oh man. Uh... And then, um, like, there's that one, and then, like, one that kind of crosses over between books and, like, TV shows is, like, mm-hmm. for, like, Game of Thrones, uh, there, there's a ton of deaths in, like, in, mm-hmm. in, in, like, all oh, of that, yeah. like, in the TV show, in the books, I don't know if oh, you watched yeah, it watched Game of Thrones, Game of it Thrones. was great until the last season. Like, it, it, it's a, yeah, so, yeah, so, like, Oh, dude, that like one, that one was crazy. That like one, I was just like, whoa. crazy. Mm. And then the, the like, oh, Red Wedding, love. like, in season three. Oh, man. Like, yeah, the Red Wedding was crazy. Because, no, like, it was such a great episode. You were laughing at everything and enjoying it. And then, ugh. Like, it leaves you in tears at the end. It, it, it's so crazy how the Red Wedding just plays with your mind. Because it's like... It's like it, the way they just filmed it was just like so great and everything. And they leave you in all these positive vibes and like, oh, hey, this is going to be a great episode. But wait, we're going to do this and end everything and ruin everything and ruin all your expectations for our show. And just like and always leave you on the cliffhanger. Yep. And then... um I mean, like, like, there's a ton of things, and then like, no, oh, we, we aren't even gonna dive into that. anime because there's just yeah, there is too many. It's but just for me in TV, but, um, um, I watch a lot of This Is Us, and I think the saddest one I've ever seen was William. Oh man, um, if you if you like if you need if you want to watch a good TV show, that This Is Us is a great TV show to watch. Also, Sons of Anarchy when Opie died, I bawled my goddamn eyes out. Like I had never cried so hard. Um. I love Sons of Anarchy. It's a great show. If you want to watch it, watch it. Um, but be prepared for Opie's death because that is the worst possible. It is the saddest goddamn death in that whole show. Oh, man. Yeah, William and I would give William and from This Is Us because I watch a lot of This Is Us. I'm a big This Is Us fan. My girlfriend got into it, got me into it. And now I can't stop watching it. And then it'd be Opie from Sons of Anarchy. Goddamn, yeah, man. So sad. Yeah, and uh, like this is mm-hmm. just like random mm-hmm. things that we'll probably just throw in here and there, just kind of just like yeah, get get get, get like conversation going. Um, <laughs> it just kind of just like mixes things up for mm-hmm. us and for people who are listening, so no. it makes it good. Um, out there that though, any um, parting words for, for anybody out there? there? Let me think. 
<laughs> no, I don't really have anything. It's just I'm ready. I'm re- It's about to get crazy because not only this, is sports is about to start popping off and popping up crazy because the NBA is about to head into trade deadline season, and then you have the NFL starting up. Free agency is about to start, and then the trade the trades in the NFL, not along with the draft, and then MLB is coming in full swing now. And so. <laughs> Yep, so we should be oh, full swing. And then the oh. uh, Champions League, we just saw uh, Juventus get knocked out in the round of 16. I can enjoy it now and then be just broke, broken hearted tomorrow. Fuck you, Big Metron. Where was he? What did he do? He didn't do anything this game. All he had was a little <laughs> assist that was just off his chest. Oh, but Missy needs help with this and that. He needs teammates. He's gotten eliminated out of three straight Champions League just like Messi. God, even though he has as many as our whole club, but it doesn't matter. Damn it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Let me enjoy this while I can. Don't compare him to Messi when he can't even, when you said he can carry a team to the Champions League final all by himself and he couldn't do it with Juventus. This is the fourth year in a row he's been knocked out of the round of 16. Get on his level. <sighs> oh, man, it feels so great seeing Ronaldo tell sometimes, you know? But then Messi's right, gonna well. go tomorrow because I don't think they're <laughs> gonna be PSG. PSG is just and Bob is just gonna just run through one time score and then that's all she wrote. And then I'm left depressed and saddened for the rest of my life. But hey, it's the way it works. But if they pull this off, dude, I will never shut up about it. I will never shut up about it. Like I would probably just record myself and put it around the whole world. But that's if they do it again, but I doubt they'll do it again. I don't think they'll win tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right, and with that, this is the A to Z podcast. I am Freddie Inferno. Y'all know where to find me uh, at Freddie Inferno on every major platform: Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all the good stuff. And and I am the I other am half. half ESPN the Zambrano. My name is Kevin Zambrano. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and everything. ESPN Zambrano is the name. And with that being said, I think that wraps it up. We out of here. <laughs>